Jive. My name is Tyler Pino. Um, this is where you say your name. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were gonna like. <laughs> All right. Okay, I was gonna keep I'm going. Gion. All right. Well, it's here's me. the thing. It's a me, Gion. <laughs> I'm Tyler Pino. This is Gion Gomez um, from South Florida right now, across the country. Mikey Chen and Zach aren't here with me because uh, they're stupid little babies and they have final exams and shit like that. They have lives. You remember what it was like to have? Well, you have a life. You have like a job. No, not really. Honestly, no, I don't. Uh, no. You have a job. You got a place to go. Um, that's, that's not a the, life, though, week. you know. That's... Well, you have no prospect. <laughs> <laughs> you have no hope yeah. for the future. Yeah, but it's still a no, life. exactly. I have no, I have no prospects. Therefore, I kind of <laughs> have no life. I don't know. Well, that's about right. sad and unfortunate. I'm sure that's not it true, is. man. Hey, well... I feel you. That's how it is with me as well. That's how it is in Florida. Yeah, oh, definitely. You come to Florida, you'll have a job, maybe, but you'll probably not have any prospects. Yeah. So how's the fucking weather down there in Florida right now? It's been hot. It's been real hot. Yeah, it's got. It's you're you're into your actual summer, which is anything after February third. So mm-hmm. it should be in the nineties yeah. right now, with a hundred percent humidity index. <laughs> I don't know about today, but uh, like last week, it was horrible. It was just, it was awful. I, I would step outside and I just have to like quickly cower in some shade because, uh, like a vampire, because it was just too fucking terrible. It was too hot. It's too much. You can't fucking do it. I, God, I hated that place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> what's, what's like good in the news? Um, I, you know what? I want to get your uh, take on Batman v Superman because this is a thing that Michael and I, Oh. Uh, almost came to oh, blows no. over last week. <laughs> well, <laughs> and it's probably going to happen again when Civil War comes out. Like, I've gotten to the point, man, I don't even really want to watch Civil War because it's like, okay, it's going to be good. Everybody knows that. It's it's, it's no, uh, like 97%. It'll be fine. It's not going to be a bad movie. But Marvel fans uh-huh. are going to gloat. Michael's going to gloat. He's going to be like, nah, I told you so. Oh, Spider-Man was so good. <laughs> I have a theory on this movie, um, Gian. I have a theory that, like, Civil War, everybody expects, like, Captain America to die because he died in the comics. Spoiler, spoiler. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to kill anybody. I don't think that you're going to actually have to see this movie. It's going to be just as inconsequential as all the other Marvel movies. <laughs> so you want to talk about uh, Batman versus <laughs> Superman? Yeah, what you th- what'd you think of it? Did you see it? <clears throat> uh, technically, I did see it. Technically, you did see it. <laughs> What does that um, mean? Also, technically, I was uh, incompetent <laughs> like during the movie. I was just uh, you were incompetent. Not, like, I was. I don't think you, that's. Oh, I'm you're not high. using okay, the. You're, you're not, no, no, not. I mean, I guess. Yeah, sort of. I was. Uh, I had some alcohol in me, and then you had some um, substance. Yeah, and then um, stuff that I shouldn't have been. Uh, drinking on so mm-hmm. i was uh i passed out during that movie and then i lost my seat where it had originally been and then just sat down anywhere and then i was like oh i need to go back to my seat because <laughs> the girl the girl the girl i'm seeing is probably very mad that i haven't come back to my seat in <laughs> 30 minutes so uh yeah yeah dude that'll do and it. then I, I i literally only remember like 
the monster fight at the end and well uh, fortunately like, that nothing. was the single worst part of the movie so <laughs> that's that's yeah, pretty that. much all i remember i remember a lot of like uh religious symbolism going on and uh yeah that's some Zack snyder shit yeah. some religious iconography yeah, was... yeah, superman is just a big christ metaphor yeah that's it i don't remember anything with that movie it's really bad yeah i like i've seen it a bunch of times now because uh the first time i saw it i didn't like it because mm-hmm. um i got you know hit with that wave of of uh bad reviews where I was just like oh god damn it Michael's gonna be such a cock about this because we (laughs) he Zach and I had been talking about this movie for weeks on the show Mm -hmm. um talking about his feelings toward it and him being just the big poopy pants about the whole thing and saying fuck it and we're like well it doesn't have to be that bad it's got you know a good writer attached to it it's got Ben Affleck, who could, in theory, rein Zack Snyder in when he was a little bit crazy, but I guess that didn't happen. Um, but then those first reviews came out, and I was like, oh, great. Yeah, he's going to be a douche about it. And he was, but uh, Zack and I both kind of liked the movie. Yeah. I mean, I didn't I didn't say... I wasn't saying the movie was bad. I'm saying my experience was bad. Sure, sure, For sure. viewing the movie, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> no, it sounds like the movie's fault that you had a... That you were completely drunk. Oh, yeah. Also, the bars around City Place. You know, it's kind of that was funny awesome. that you mention it. When I saw Man of Steel, that was like my first experience. I had to go see that movie twice because I was just drunk off my ass. Um, we, <laughs> we had... It probably was a better movie because of that. I mean... No, it made me the sleepy. The first time, at least. It uh, made me, like, sleepy oh. and angry. Because um, <laughs> I was just so bored by it. I was like, nothing mm-hmm. is happening in this movie. Fuck it. And then I just kept going back because we were at the Boynton Cinemark and they have a bar in that theater. So I just kept going back for yes, they shots do. of whiskey. That is a nice bar. It's very nice. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It does a job. But um, I was also the only person in our party that was drunk or even drinking at all. <laughs> oh, no. So that was... <laughs> oh, no. We had like seven people there, and they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Ah, f- wow, fuck you." Oh man, it was a dark time in my life. It sounds dark. It sounds well. That was like dark. back in God. When did that movie come out? Like 2012, 2013. That whole that whole mess. Um, but I guess we can't really have a a a a. a a relevant discussion about Batman v Superman because you haven't seen it, and we can't have a relevant discussion about Game of Thrones because you haven't seen it. <laughs> nope, haven't seen that either. I've seen a lot of um, the Last Man on Earth, though. Have you seen that? I don't even Probably know not. what that is. No one's, that, oh, that's that. No okay, one's, the no one's watching thing with it. Christian Schaal and uh, <laughs> yeah, and Will Forte. Will Forte. Yeah. Mm. Nope. Oh, it's so, it's so good. It's like great. I mean, I haven't seen current episodes, but. Uh, like first season and I guess midway through second season, it's pretty solid. It's got some good laughs in it. Yeah, I recommend it. If you like, well, if you like either of those people, you should definitely check it out. If you find either of them funny, I will one of these days. I'm just really bad yeah. when it comes to watching like television. I don't have the attention span for it. It's like Game yeah. of Thrones is basically it for me. Um, and then I don't watch nothing else. Uh, so I only watch television like once a year 
for ten Jesus. weeks at a time. <laughs> do you have what do you what do you do you have Netflix or like Hulu or? Yeah, I got all that. Like I watch a lot of movies on oh. Netflix. I, you know, I, I don't necessarily like. There are certain shows that I watch. Like I watch Rick and Morty. I'll like marathon. Oh yeah, I mean Rick and Morty. Yeah, you gotta watch Rick and Morty. You can marathon that show so easily too. Yeah. Um. What else? It's like. I don't know. I used to be into like Bob's Burgers on Netflix. That just came. They have a new season of that on Netflix that I might watch. But yeah, they're just too slow about putting new seasons of uh, Bob's Burgers up on there. I know it, it was only two seasons for like twelve fucking years. Yeah, for real. It's not even an exaggeration. Wait. So you have? So you, so you said I'm a loser. You see, you said you had Hulu, or have Hulu. No, I have Hulu. I don't know if I even pay oh. for Hulu anymore. I might, it might have expired, because um, I had Hulu Plus, and like I don't even know the difference because there's still ads. Um, yeah. On, on Hulu Plus, is there like mm, it I think used to be less less ads is what it is. Yeah, it's less ads, and you Hulu have Plus more access to. You have access to like all of their content, whereas the regular Hulu, like the free site. You only get like five oh, episodes right. at a time, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Well, if you do have it, uh, the Last Man on Earth is on Hulu. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll be sure to check that out eventually. <laughs> yeah. Probably like after they cancel the show. That's how it was with Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Oh, yeah. As soon as Breaking too, Bad, yeah. As soon as Breaking Bad, the season finale came out, I was like, all right, I'll watch this now. And then I watched the entire oh, season, or the entire series, within like a week. Yeah. Do you, um, what the fuck? I just forgot what I was going to say. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, never mind then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good segue. That was terrible. Oh, my God. So here's something so... we could talk about, Gian. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers is in an aggressive bidding war with Legendary Pictures of China um, for the rights to a live-action Pokemon movie property. Not just a movie, like an entire, entire uh, uh, shared, expanded universe. Yeah. Oh my God. Either I, I think that's fucking fantastic, man. And you know why? Yeah. Um, it's a movie that they it, it can't be bad. Uh, and by that Whoa. I mean it will be bad. But that's the beauty of it. <laughs> like they can't fuck it up, is what I mean. It's it's already so outlandish and so ridiculous. As long as you just have the simple premise of Pokemon fighting each other and in horrible uh, animal fights. You already, you already won, and I hope they look realistic and scary. That's what well, I think. they won't. No, they might because here's the thing: it's like you look at that Power Rangers movie, and they're it's clear with that they're not going after like little kids. Um, they're going after right. like the nostalgia market. And Pokemon right mm-hmm. now, uh, that entire franchise is like going after that market. They're like, okay, you remember this yeah. from twenty years ago. They just they released um, Red and Blue on the 3DS. They did, like a couple months back or something. Did you download that? Did you buy that? No, because my 3DS is still in New York City. Really? So is mine. Yeah, but I didn't. I'm here with it. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, I didn't bring it with me when I left because I was, you know, just visiting. You gonna have Damien bring it down? That, um, no, I think. I mean, I guess I could. <laughs> right? I could still no. have him bring it down, but I don't. I don't see why you wouldn't. I don't know. I think that would be too much of a distraction in my already uh, purposeless life. <laughs> so uh, I don't think I need that right now. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess. <laughs> I guess you're right. What do you think of this Power Rangers movie, Gian? I've only seen the picture of um, the kids or teenagers or young adults. Oh, you didn't see Rita Repulsa? Oh, I did see that. That looked cool. Yeah, I, it looks cool, but was, it don't look nothing like Rita yeah. Repulsa. It was interesting. No, to, no, it because like, it's what's her name playing Rita Repulsa. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Like I didn't, I, I didn't expect them to make her like an elderly Asian woman. But it's like mm-hmm. the the costume itself, the the theme of it doesn't even you seem didn't to expect suggest. her to look uh, so good either. Uh, as yeah, she's like, she looks pretty fly. Um, she's very, <laughs> yeah. she's a fly looking lady. She um, She's a fly-looking witch, that's for sure. Yeah. A space conqueror, I guess, is her, her role in this reboot. Oh. Weird. So, are they gonna have the Green Ranger in this? And I don't mean the real Green Ranger, like J JDF. I mean, like, just a Green Ranger. It doesn't look like it, unless they're saving that for... Uh, I'm sure, like, it, yeah, it takes I off and they, they make sequels and stuff. They'll do a Green Ranger and a... <clears throat> And a White Ranger. You think they'll make the White Ranger black? Um, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I guess they could do that. I'm. Yeah, I don't. I, I guess just, they could do that. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's it's weird because it's got white power right in the title. Yeah. It's a little bit racist. Uh, have you have you picked up any of <laughs> the? <laughs> um, let's move on. Uh, have you uh, picked up any of the Power Rangers uh, comics that come out? The no, new comic that they no, I haven't with? been shopping Dude. for comics in weeks. Oh man, yeah, I have. I had the first issue, or I guess it was like a sample issue. I don't. know. I think it was a first issue. Was it good? Um, but the second one, yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, like, I wasn't expecting a anything deep from a Power Rangers comic. Right. Uh, it was. It was cool. You know, it's like they had. Um, for the covers, they had, like, all the different rangers as, like, different covers. So, like, you could get the green or the red or the white or um, pink, blah, 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 all the other shitty colors. Yeah. Uh, I think they're doing that with all the issues because I saw the second issue, and I think it was something like that also. Got to make that Got to make that money, man. Got to collect um, them all. Who's, who's writing that? Oh, it's a... Uh, Kyle Higgins, who was writing... Uh, oh, really? Okay, from Nightwing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was writing for Nightwing for a while. I was, like, really excited. I was like, who's fucking writing this after I finished it? And I was like, oh, it's fucking Kyle Higgins. I got, like, super excited. I was like, okay, I gotta, I guess, keep reading this. That's actually pretty cool. Maybe I'll check that out then. <laughs> yeah. It was neat. What, who's putting that out? What is that? Uh, is it a Marvel title? Uh, I have no idea, actually. I can't remember. So I want to say it was. I want to say it was like Marvel a smaller... or DC got one of them a couple years back. Like they acquired the rights to that. Uh, so you haven't been into comics at all lately? Like you're not reading anything? No, not really. I've been. Um, I picked up a couple like when uh, a couple weeks before Batman v Superman came out because I heard that they had gotten rid of like that stupid 
Commissioner Gordon as Batman storyline. And so mm-hmm. I, I bought the last couple of issues of that just to see how it, it ended, and they've sat on my shelf. I haven't even opened them. Oh, wow. I do that a lot with comics. I'm like, I, I get these inspirations. Whenever I get, like, a paycheck, I'm like, okay, I could catch <laughs> up. And I go and buy them, yeah. and I, like, read, like, two pages, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to look at porn. <laughs> this bores me. <laughs> yeah. yeah you should check out um, uh, Tokyo Ghost, too. It's also it's pretty good. And they have the uh, the first uh, volume of the trade out right now, so it's kind of a good point to jump in. Oh, yeah. Boom Studios is the name of the people that did the Power Rangers. Um, I don't even know who that is. Uh, Tokyo Maybe. Tokyo Drift, what are you saying? Uh, Tokyo Ghost. Tokyo Ghost. It's like a cyberpunk, um, I don't know, cyberpunk action comic. It's, uh, the author is, uh, Rick Remender. He's done, like, a bunch of shit, a bunch of good stuff. Yeah. Speaking of Tokyo, Michael's, Michael's going back to Japan at the end of the, at at the end of May, I think. Oh. Because he's a motherfucker. Bastard. So what is this? What is it? it's, it's about? It's about a ghost in Tokyo. It's like the chick from the ring. <clears throat> no, it's um, it's kind of like uh, it's just, you know, it's like cyberpunky. It's like the future. It's kind of like touching on where technology has gone or could go if we uh, just kind of let it run rampant, like you know, with the media and like entertainment kind of taking over. Um, like people are just plugged in constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, just not even aware of the outside world. Like, they'll just be hooked up to shit, watching, like, 20 fucking channels of TV at once, just trying to be stimulated. Right. Um, it's pretty crazy. It's a cool little comic. But it, it mainly focuses on um, these two characters. Uh, his name is... I can't remember his real name. It's, like, Teddy, but he's uh, he goes by the name Dent, and he's, like, sort of a police officer. And, um, but the police officers in this future are, like, they're, like, pumped full of steroids and, like, crazy drugs, and they're, like, constantly hooked in to, like, the internet. So he's just, like, seeing, he's, like, seeing the real world, but, like, everything else that he's actually seen is, like, television and shit that he's watching, but he's, like, still getting his job done, although, like, which just entails him violently killing criminals and, like, people who commit even, like the most minor of crimes. Um, he kills them? Yeah, he basically just... He, well, he yeah, either maims him. them severely or kills them. <laughs> As um, one does and, in, in <clears throat> the world of Zack Snyder. Yes. And uh, the other character is Debbie, who is kind of his partner. She kind of watches out for him. She's not really a cop. She's just, like, his old girlfriend and uh she just makes sure he's like kind of safe and has his back and but wants him to just unplug so she can have the old teddy back um so it's it's cool it's a interesting interesting comic mm-hmm. um so how's that one punch man you finish one punch man no, I dropped it after that first episode or whatever we watched. <laughs> so did I. I just, I didn't care. I was like, I don't, this is boring. He can just destroy everything. It's been blowing up on the internet. I see it everywhere. Oh, yeah. They love it. They fucking eat it up. Those internet people. So what do you think of that Doctor Strange trailer? 
You seen it? Uh, yeah, I saw it. It was, it's all right. It looks cool. It reminded me a lot of Inception, like the Inception trailer. Yeah, that's what people are saying, and that's kind of like what bums me out about it. I'm like, in, of all the places that you go, we had a fight about this uh, on the last episode as well. Marvel has been saying, and Kevin Feige in particular, they, uh, they've been saying like it's going to be so completely different than anything else in the MCU. Um, visually speaking, just on a visual uh-huh. level. And that was exciting to me. I was like, you know, one of the things about the Marvel movies is they're, that the cinematography is certainly not bad, but it's all kind of standard. It all just kind of looks like movie. You know what I mean? It's like there's nothing special yeah. about it. And I was like, yeah. well, Doctor Strange kind of it presents them this opportunity where they could really go nuts. Like, you ever read, you ever read Doctor Strange comics? Uh, not really. I mean, I've, that I have. yeah, I've never been like a Doctor Strange person, but I'm, I'm pretty uh, well aware of like what goes on and how the art style is in those. And it's all very like psychedelic. It's very colorful and yeah. bright. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who, like Nikki was trying to get me to read that. And uh, I like kind of skimmed through it. It looked like awesome. Like it looked very trippy, like an acid trip mm-hmm. magic adventure, you know. Yeah, and so that's what I was kind of like looking forward to from this trailer and then they you know they drop it and it's like out of all the places you go why would you go with like a christopher nolan route because he's just i mean he's got a very lovely film aesthetic i don't think that the cinematography looked all that nolan-y i think it just kind of there seemed to be like a lot of nolan-esque themes um in the trailer you had uh, of course the city folding over itself like inception Right. And then, um, which it was it's just a real shitty version of that. It was like a super <laughs> yeah. cheap looking version. It looked that. really bad. I was like, this is, they should have just used the footage from Inception for this scene. Cause yeah. This was not but great. just like on a basic visceral level, it's like Inception, in that scene in Inception, yeah, it was boring. they shot it. Was it was super boring to see. Yeah. But, well, with that, they shot it on the street and then had the CGI coming <clears throat> over. This, it looked like they used <clears throat> stock footage of Lower Manhattan that they just got from the news or something, and then they, they like, copy-pasted it in iMovie a bunch of times. I'm like, what? This, this is bad. And now I'm, you know, it's the, it's the teaser, so I can't be like, well, this is what the movie is going to look like completely. Marvel does like to hold back um, on a lot of things, unlike Warner Brothers that just basically shows you the fucking movie in the, in the trailer. But... yeah. I wasn't seeing anything visually that really stood out to me. It just looked like a plain kind of a movie. Um, and I'm hoping that that's not the case. Because that, that fucking poster, that, that poster of, uh, you know... What is uh, it like? Bumbledink, I haven't seen it. Cabbage Patch. Oh, it's cool. It's like, it's, it's Benedict Cumberbatch, and he's got his hand out, and he's doing like one of those Doctor Strange hand symbols. Oh, Cool. Yeah, those gestures he does, those weird fucking finger. He's like, he can like contort his fingers almost, like the the weird gestures that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but his so his hand is in front of his face, but you see his eye through his hand. It looks like it's transparent or something, and it looked it was a really cool looking poster. Oh, hmm. I'm like, show okay. me something like that. That was cool. That was trippy. I want to yeah. say like, I'm thinking this movie should be like bright and colorful, especially with. Uh, this is like where we started to have the fight on the last show. I was like, because I compared it to Constantine, the the two thousand five Constantine. Yeah. 
um, probably poorly, but I, I kind of got cut off by Zach and Michael, who kind of jumped <laughs> down. And I'm like, all right, dude. Oh, my man. point. You a nerve. Is that what happened? I think so. My point was that Constantine and Doctor Strange. I mean, they're obviously they're not like mirror images, but they're it's they're similar concepts. They're both occult comic book characters. Constantine's a very different version of that. I mean, Doctor Strange is is kind of a ripoff. Not necessarily a ripoff because DC and Marvel do it to each other all the time. Where they take these archetypes, it's it, he's basically Doctor Fate from DC Comics. Um, and then Constantine. Oh, the helmet guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then Constantine okay. is kind of like Alan Moore's version of both of them for the Vertigo line, where it's like, you know, dark and gritty and all of that. I'm like, well, my point was that they're similar type characters. And the Constantine movie, as uneven as it was, um, had a very cool look to it. It had like a very. Yeah. I enjoyed. I still enjoy. Yeah, that I like movie. that. Like movie. if I watched it, I I would totally sit down if it was on TV and watch it. Yeah, and I mean it's it's definitely uneven. The the cinematography isn't great all the way through, but there are a lot of like really really cool scenes, and when it works, it works. Oh yeah. Um, just like stuff that they scenes, do like... with the camera, like camera placement oh, yeah. and what they do with light and what they do with color is interesting. Whereas everything that we saw in the Doctor Strange trailer it just looks like a standard movie i mean it doesn't right. really stick out as atmospheric to me and i'm not saying that doctor strange should have the same atmosphere uh as constantine it shouldn't it, ha- it should have like a more lighthearted, colorful kind of version of that but i would like to see because it's like they're setting it in tibet and whatever and i guess that's part of the character's backstory um and of course they cast tilda swinton uh, as the ancient one, which was another right. parallel. Another parallel with Constantine uh, is they cast her. Yeah, yeah, she was great in that. I loved her in that mm-hmm. movie. She like that was another great cinematography scene too. Like, yeah, because it's like eye level with the pool, and then like she just, I think she like rises. She, you just see her feet like floating down. Well, you see the devil. Like feet. kind of, you see her floating oh, above yeah, the yeah, pool, right. and then Satan comes. Yeah. Oh, that's like such a fucking cool scene. Like, I got, I can't think of that actor's name that plays. I, did they call him Lucifer oh, in that movie? Because he's, he's great. He was in. He's a, not Lucifer. Uh, he's more like he's the first in the Big of the Lebowski. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the nihilists, right? Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. He, I, you don't see him enough. I wonder. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't act as much or something anymore. But he was. Yeah, no, he was fantastic, and so was she. But what I was saying is, not only is it like the similar type. I'm not saying that the Ancient One and Gabriel are similar characters at all, but they mm-hmm. oh, they do have certain cinematic qualities that you would cast somebody like Tilda Swinton for. Now, of course, the Ancient One in the comic book, it's just like a, an old Tibetan dude, and they didn't want to do that um, because they actually, the, the, the screenwriter of Doctor Strange was on a show called Double Toasted recently. It's this YouTube film review show. Um, and he was talking about like why they had to change that character. And people were saying before uh, that it's because like they didn't want to have like that older, like elderly Asian guy with a Fu Manchu type thing because it's a stereotype at this mm-hmm. point. It's like the magical Asian stereotype that you would find in like 1960s orientalism right 
so they wanted to avoid that. That was the word on the street. That's basically what Kevin Feige said um, directly. But the guy that wrote the screenplay said it goes a little bit deeper than that. It's because Doctor Strange is set partially in Tibet, and one of Marvel's like one of the Hollywood filmmaking's biggest markets right now is China, and China has a very precarious political stance on Tibet because it's a Chinese territory. Um, and most people in the world don't think that that's just, Tibetans don't think that that's just. Uh, the reason that the, the Dalai Lama is exiled from Tibet is because people um, don't think that's just. And so anything that comes across as sympathetic to the Free Tibet movement um, ends up getting banned by the Chinese government. And so if right. they... If they banned Doctor Strange, that's like that's like two, three hundred million dollars that they're pissing away. So, in an effort to not be quite so controversial in that area of the world, they cast Hilda Swinton, and that makes sense. Um, so, before I was like really, like kind of upset about it because I was like, "Why are you whitewashing this character?" I understand <laughs> that you don't want to do like the old elderly, pie may type stereotype. But if you're just going to gender swap it, why not just get uh, an Asian actress for that? It's like there's plenty of people that could use that job. But I, I understand what they're doing now. But the other, <laughs> the other problem with that that it presents, it's like, well, if that's the issue, why keep it in Tibet? You don't have to. It's not really like – it's not reflective of actual Tibetan culture. You could put it in like a fictionalized country um, like they do with Wakanda – in the Black Panther comics, where it's like Wakanda doesn't exist, it's just a completely made up concept. Um, or like in Batman Begins, where they had like the League of Shadows, they're just somewhere in Nepal or somewhere in the Himalayas, they don't say what country it is. Um, why wouldn't you just do something like that? But whatever, so I understand it. But the thing about Tilda Swinton is, I could see her as this role and I think it would be really cool if they played her up as this like magical, androgynous, kind of weird, otherworldly figure like they did in Constantine. But they don't seem to be doing that. It's like Gabriel and Constantine was so fucking cool because it's like, here's this figure that you think of as male. It's played by Tilda Swinton, who has an androgynous look to her, but she's kind of clearly female. But she's playing it masculine. It gave it like this ethereal quality. You know what I mean? And it mm -hmm. seemed angelic. It seemed otherworldly. Yeah, it, it was really coolly done. Yeah. Awesome. But they don't seem, at least from the trailers, to be doing that in 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 Doctor Strange. I don't know. I'll give the movie a shot. Yeah. I don't want to hate it. It just I think it, it could just be seems really like cool, a waste but... of that character. Like definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I agree. It's she just looks boring in the trailer. Like it's like okay, she just looks like <laughs> she's like the she just looks like a lady. Yeah, yeah, a bald lady. Not a very interesting looking character, and her costume kind of sucks. <clears throat> it was it was it just like white robes or something, like a white. Yeah, it's like this very minimalistic. It looks like, it looks kind of like Shaolin robes, but like modernized Shaolin mm -hmm. robes. It's like form fitting Shaolin robes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just looked like basic kind of, like uh, fantasy Asian attire. It didn't look special. You know what? Also. Um, when they announced her for that role and, like, uh, publications were running with it and they were printing articles and stuff, they would they, – they posted that picture from – did you ever see Only Lovers Left Alive? Uh, I did, yeah. I loved that movie. It was great. Yeah. 
Well, it shows her in like that gold and green outfit with her Ooh. long hair and shit as she's mm. like laying on all of the books. And I hadn't seen the movie yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, oh, that's what the ancient one looks like. Cool. I could see this. <laughs> and then <laughs> imagine my surprise when the trailer drops. Like, Aww. what the fuck is this? That's too bad. <laughs> it's lame. Yeah. That's a great movie. You should definitely see that. It's cool. Yeah. It looks cool. It's Loki and. <laughs> Loki, Pokey Stick, and uh, Tilda. Loki and the Pokey Androgynous stick. Tilda Swinton. Just being cool mm-hmm. the whole movie. So it's just they're Looking cool. They're vaguely just cool like David Bowie. Vampires, yeah. They're just like fucking cool, like last vampires. One of two of the yeah. last, two of the yeah last vampires. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, speaking of movies that are cool, I saw this movie called Holidays at the oh, Tribeca Film Festival. I heard about this. I didn't see it though. I, I want to see it. Well, you should check it out because I think it's on video on demand right now. Okay. Um, they premiered it at Tribeca, and they're not doing like a regular release. I think there's a very limited release, but they're simultaneously doing it for VOD. Um, it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was kind of like this horror comedy situation, and it was an anthology horror film. So it was like, you remember? Um, I always want to say Creep Show, but it's not. Creep Show is its own thing. Uh, like they're just short vignettes of of little scary stories. This one was really fucking cool. It was like a horror comedy version of that, and it was super modern. The soundtrack was fantastic. Um, And I didn't realize that when I bought the tickets, I didn't realize it until I sat down in the theater, but lo and behold, Kevin Smith directed a segment of it. Um, And I feel bad about saying it, but it was kind of the worst one, which is not to say it was bad. It was just it didn't feel in line with the other the other films, like the tone of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't even have anything more to say about this. I brought <laughs> it up and I was like, oh, I, I wish I could talk about it more. It's one of those things, like, because I've been playing with this idea for a screenplay for forever. And I've been struggling with, like, what the tone of it should be. Like is it, but and this is kind of like the exact thing. I kind of want to rip this movie off completely and steal all of their ideas. Should do it. Do it. The soundtrack was fucking great. It reminded me a lot of. Um, did you see it? Follows. Uh yeah, I did see that. You know how it had like that cool kind of synthy score. Oh, it had a great soundtrack. Yeah, it was kind of like that, or even like. Um, Kind of reminded me of like Nicholas Winding Refn films like Drive and mm-hmm. uh, and wow, what is the one that he just the more recent one? Oh, um, the Thailand only God movie? forgives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Um, no, I have not seen it. That movie's got a really cool tone. It um, it reminded me of the film Suspiria mm-hmm. by what is his fucking name? Oh, Dario Argento. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, that that's a really... that Speaking as Doctor Strange, it's like, that's the kind of thing that I wanted to see from Doctor Strange. That's another, like, occult horror movie. And the thing about that is the, the writer and the director um, is known for making horror movies, and Marvel said it's not going to be, like, a, you know, a, a scary horror movie, but it's going to have, like, this occult horror kind of vibe to it. And I'm like, cool, what do you do with that? And so I kind of got this pipe dream in my head. I'm like, they should make something like Suspiria, where it's just... 
colorful and there's interesting camera work and it's just it's an atmospheric movie that looks cool and then they didn't do that Gian. <laughs> they did almost the opposite of that they went christopher fucking nolan but yeah only god forgives it was, it was, it was interesting much like Suspiria, it didn't really have a whole lot of plot. It was more of an atmospheric trip, but it was definitely a cool-looking movie. Like I said, it does seem like a love letter to Argento. It had, like, the neon pinks and blues and, um, like, really, really hard lighting. It was cool. Dario Argento. So you see that most recent Suicide Squad trailer? I have seen only one Suicide Squad trailer. Uh, I think it was the first and... one. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the very seen... first one. Yeah, I've not seen no, the anything most... since then. The most recent one is definitely the best one that's come out so far. It it looks, um, a little bit lighter, mm-hmm. a little bit more lighthearted than um, not necessarily lighthearted, but it looks like it's not taking itself as seriously as Batman v Superman was. And there's a lot of really, really cool shots of fucking Jared Leto in it, where it's like, it's kind of selling me on his Joker. Um, the tattoos still look stupid and they're always going to look stupid and we just have to live with that. But, uh, they have like this shot of him with his face, like half burnt. And it looks like that. Uh, it looks like the mad love shot from, um, you know, the painting, the Alex Ross painting. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. With uh, They're, like, kind of dancing or something? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, Harley, like, leaning back on him, and yeah. he's wearing, like, this uh, tuxedo kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's wearing that exact outfit, and it looks just like the painting. It was pretty fucking rad. That's awesome. And they show, um, they show in this trailer the original Harley Quinn costume. She's not wearing it. It's on the ground, but you see it in the, in the shot. Mm-hmm. Quite clearly, so maybe we'll get to see her as fucking Harley, which would be great. <laughs> that sounds good. I'll have to check that out actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, you didn't go see X Japan in last October. I did not. At the fucking no. damn it, Pino. Fucking why? This is right across from my house. Yeah, for real. You could have just. Bought a ticket and walked over. It wouldn't have been a huge inconvenience at all. Well, that was a pretty big deal, though, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was yeah, like a, it the was first a time big deal. In a long time. Yes. No, I just mean I couldn't just have walked over and bought a ticket. Uh, I'm sure it was sold out. Oh yeah, I'm sure it was sold got, out by that. You got that weebs point. across the country coming <laughs> to see that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was on their I was on their Facebook page like yesterday. And I was like, the Weeb Facebook. Page? No, yeah, the, the official Weebs the of, of Facebook, uh, yeah, page. <laughs> All Weebs uh, combined. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, no, X Japan's Facebook page, and uh, looking for like tour dates, and of course it was like, oh, they're gonna play at Madison Square Garden, and I like clicked it. And it was like, this show is already sold out, or it's already happened. And I was like, well, God damn it. It's like, why did they put why it on here then? Why would you put that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> why would you trick me like this? I was like, oh, cool, they're playing there again. All right, maybe uh, maybe I can get tickets. Uh, oh, nope, never mind. Psych. So disappointing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too bad, man. Yep. Pretty bad. So what are your thoughts on fucking, like, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them? I haven't seen the trailer yet. Yeah, the, the trailer's all right, but it's, it just seems so strange to me that there's this new Harry Potter thing coming out. I'm not really even, like, all that excited about it. It's, it, it doesn't feel like it's happening. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I remember that uh, character, like, being uh, discussed in the books and, like, uh, yeah. Who who was someone was like a fan of the books a lot. I think it was Hermione. Um Yeah, they mentioned him quite a bit. Um, yeah, and it sounded really cool. Probably in Hagrid's class when he was teaching. Oh, them. that's right. Yeah. It sounded really cool in the books. The the bestiality course. What was it called? Uh I couldn't tell you. <laughs> the wait, did you just say the bestiality course? <laughs> Is that what you the said? word beast in it? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> The mythical bestiality course. Oh man, that's crazy. That's fucking, that's fucking nuts. That's a whole. I think you it's just, dangerous as shit. I think you just came up with a new spinoff series for J.K. Rowling. Actually, I know. Like thirty years from now, when she's like kind of in her twilight years, oh, and no. she's she she hasn't had any. She's she dips had any uh, into the. It's um, Alan. She's. What's it called? Right, uh, she's like the Fifty Shades of Grey market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> fantasy Fifty Shades of Grey market. She gets into slash fiction. Oh my god! Have you ever been to one of those like sites, the uh, like fiction fan fiction sites? No, no, that <laughs> <There> sounds awful. <laughs> oh, it is. I used to go to fanfiction.net when I was a kid. And like read terrible, terribly written stories about like characters you'd enjoy from books or like TV shows, you sure. know? Oh my god, it was so bad. It was just awful. But it was. I'm sure if you, if I like, read I feel it, like that's the kind of thing that Michael does in his spare time. Like, oh, like there's no, yeah, way, there's no way he doesn't that. have like a fanfic uh, <laughs> series or like a uh, a role playing. A forum he goes to, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. He goes to the Neopets role playing forum. <laughs> uh, your pet is dying. You, you haven't fed it in two years. I don't care. I'm just you here for the role playing forum. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm here for the boards, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually play anymore. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be awesome to find that out. What's the deal with that? What's the deal with that play? That that Harry Potter play? Why hasn't that come to New York yet, Mister? I don't live in New York City. You didn't hear about that? No, she I heard she wrote about a play, that. which is it's a sequel. Um, it's a sequel to the Harry Potter books that takes place like twenty years in the future. Um, and I think it's called Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Uh, but it was only on London's West End. She's not going to publish it as a book. They're what? not going to make a movie out of it. She says it just exists as this thing, and I'm really hoping it comes to Broadway because yeah, it's going to be the only should. way to see it. What the hell? That would be great to see. Yeah. Damn. There's a lot of controversy, a lot of stupid controversy on the Internet because uh, the lady that they got to play Hermione mm-hmm. um, is a black lady. Okay. And so the internet uh, exploded saying, you can't do that, as the internet does. Of course. Of course. <laughs> it's like, 
who fucking cares if she was she was the best actress for the role? I mean, it's, I don't Way know. to put on your best face, internet, once again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you never cease to, you never cease to disappoint. impress yeah. and. Yeah. You never cease to disappoint. <laughs> That's too bad. I mean, uh, it's inter- uh, It's really not a big deal. <laughs> I was like thinking about it. I was like, uh, do they like explain that in the story? And I'm like, you know, it doesn't actually matter. It doesn't. It really doesn't matter. Well, that's the thing, and I mean, um, especially in theater, it's like yeah, that kind of casting. It just it happens. It, who who gives a shit? Like you know, like take Shakespeare for instance. Like how many different uh, types of people have played Lady Macbeth? You wouldn't bat an eye if a, a black lady or an Asian lady or who the fuck ever plays Lady Macbeth. What do you care if it's Hermione? Anybody could play that role. That's the whole point. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, no, J.K. Rowling had to go out and said you know. She's like, all I said was that she had, uh, I've never mentioned her skin tone. I said that she's got, like, crazy hair and she's really smart. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like, I don't think she ever says that. She never says that about any of the characters in that book, except maybe one. Well, like Cho Chen or, like... Yeah, yeah like, it points out their ethnicity, like Cho Chen or... um. Is it Ced? It's not Cedric Diggory. It's, it's like I think his name is Cedric also, but it's like. Well, it's like you could deduce like the 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 race of someone like the Weasleys, where they have red hair and freckles. It's like I don't picture them as like Chinese people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Others, it's like who fucking cares? It's funny that you mentioned um, Shakespeare. Uh, I was listening to a podcast and someone mentioned like a book about. It's, like, about Shakespeare, like, why he became the, like, greatest playwright at the time. Um, and uh-huh. how, how, like, all these other playwrights, um, like, his competition were were just, like, way ahead of him. And then, like, the plague happened and killed, like, killed them off, pretty much all of them. Killed a lot of people. Yeah, so, like, people were, like, allowed back to watch plays and they didn't have anyone to fucking write them except... Shakespeare left, so he kind of just became like the greatest dude, just mm, by happenstance. Guy. Yeah, it was re- it was really interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's I can't yeah. remember the title, but yeah, I'm sure if you Google it or something, like yeah, you'll, you can find it. I yeah, I've that. heard theories about that. Like, mm-hmm. well, just how like the plague kind of shaped culture in general, mm-hmm. um, and how it influenced Shakespeare as a, a writer. Um, just the whole theatrical history is it's kind of interesting like you do see a lot of influence from like the miracle plays um because right before the elizabethan era and like shakespeare's time theater was basically just religious plays um that was the only stuff that was allowed so they would just reenact the bible and and do things they were called miracle plays but uh so shakespeare yeah shakespeare himself as a boy was kind of raised on that and you see its influence a little bit but you also kind of see that he hated it <laughs> but, is that uh, where like yeah. is the plague like kind of where all his uh like otherworldly stuff comes in like the witches in particular well i mean a lot most of his work was derivative of other stories in the past like Romeo and Juliet is based on a poem that was famous um, long before 
he ever did it. He's not the only person that wrote Hamlet or wrote that particular story. It's just the most famous version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think The Tempest as well. It's uh, just was kind of like a well-known story in the time. Um, but what is interesting is he kind of invented the shared universe like years before oh, Kevin Smith and Tarantino did shit. it. That's right. Like you'll see random, you'll see random characters from like there's a scene in Romeo and Juliet where. Uh, someone introduces uh, Petruchio from Taming of the Shrew and then there's just like random little like walk-ons where it would be somebody else from another version of Shakespeare's place. It was kind of interesting. Hmm. So yeah, Marvel, fuck you. You didn't invent that <laughs> shit. Fucking Shakespeare did. Suck it, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> you, you fucking owe him royalties. <laughs> Half your billions, man. They, what if they started giving like a credit to William Shakespeare at the end of their movie? They should. Like, <laughs> like how in Batman movies, it's like Batman was written by yeah. Bob Kane with Bill Finger and William Shakespeare because technically, I don't know. A shared universe, William Shakespeare. Original concept by William Shakespeare. Yeah, I think they officially announced, speaking of Batman, they officially announced this Batman movie um, where Affleck is going to be writing and directing it. They haven't slated when it's going to come out, but I have a feeling it's probably going to come out sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, in in your ideal world, Mr. Gian <laughs> Gomez, what would you like to see from the solo Batman movie? I would just I just want a Batman Beyond movie, like a live action Batman Beyond. That's all I want. I I would be fine with. I would be that. so fucking rad if they did that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and like. DC's doing this whole time travel thing. We see the Flash come through uh, in Batman v Superman. He's got a big old cameo in there. Um, and you see reality manipulation, reality breaking down. Uh, there's no reason that they couldn't flash forward and do a Batman Beyond movie and fucking cast Kevin Conroy to play Bruce hmm. Wayne. Oh, man. That would be such a cool movie. They'll never... I don't think they'll ever do a Batman Beyond movie. They were going to. That was right before Batman Begins. It was in production. Oh, shit. Um, like there's uh, there's concept art on the line of what the suit would look like and it's fucking amazing. Oh. It looks like this kind of like like cyberpunk um version of it where it's got like these red lights going out going mm-hmm. through it and apparently like a, they were like supposed a to be like circuit pulsating. grid or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it looked very like high tech. Oh shit. Yeah, I think I remember you actually linking me uh, the concept art for that. And I was like, why haven't they made this? Concept art just makes me sad. It does. It just makes me think of the things that <laughs> they should <laughs> they they, they should really like okay, so like a bunch of concept artists should get together and like big, make like a big what is that book uh that you got from Barnes and Noble about Game of Thrones? Like it's like the Oh yeah, like the world of ice and fire. Yeah, it should be like that big and it's just called like the big sad book of concept art like of shit movies that, that never got didn't made. get made that was like really exciting for these artists and like the people involved and then just like it didn't get made at all maybe like a brief summary and a ton of like just pictures that, that that's the only it's actually thing a that really good out. idea like somebody could make a lot of money off of that yeah that'd be fucking awesome like and if you did like a series of those that'd be fucking sweet like i would get that yeah. i'd get those for sure there's just been too many movies yeah, like, like you see that with. Yeah. Well, like DC and Marvel come out with those kind of books all the time where they're like, they're just kind of like encyclopedias of, of everything that's happened in the oh, right. various uh, 
histories, not just of, of the books themselves, but on like a metatextual level where they're talking about company stuff. Um, and it's just a big scrapbook of, of things that happened. It should be like that where yeah. it's all different genres. We should, we, we should fucking copyright this idea right now. <laughs> Can we copyright that idea? I mean, like... Well, technically, if it's in the podcast, I own the copyright. Um, oh, already. As soon as it so gets published. Yeah, it's been... Uh, oh, as soon as it's published. Well, no, I mean, as soon as the podcast is published. It's right. under, like, with a little copyright on it, but... Uh, I don't... So I own it's it. A, it's um, a really cool idea. I don't... I actually don't think it would work, probably, because... Just because of, like, the studios involved and, like, you know, releasing uh, concept yeah, art, true. you know, getting the permission to make it into a book, they'd want to cut, blah, blah, blah. Probably be a lot harder right. than making it sound, sadly. This is the last movie you saw, Gian. Oh, man, the last movie. Oh, it was Hardcore Henry. Yeah. Oh, how was that? I loved it. I really, I really enjoyed Hardcore Henry. It's stupid. It's like dumb, but it's fun, man. Yeah, if you just like be. turn like your it. fucking brain off, it's like actually pretty fun. Like the whole time, I want it was like the whole time the camera was like doing weird angles and stuff. I kept wanting to fix the camera because I was just like, <laughs> it felt like a video game at a point, you know, like yeah, it looks first like a video person game. video game and. Like, you really get into it, and I was just like, I want to fix the angle. Like, why are you aiming that way? Why are you... You should be this way or something, you know? But it's a cool movie. It's it's really fun if you just, like, go into it looking for some for, looking for some fun. It's, it's worth a watch. Looking for some hardcore yucks, man. Yeah, um, No, yucks. it does... It, <clears throat> it looks interesting, and it looks like the kind of... Um, just turn your brain off and go with it movie like the kind of perfect version of that where it's yeah. this high concept thing and it's just like you know what they're just trying to do a cool thing they're not trying to make a profit they're not trying to change the <laughs> yeah, filmmaking no. industry they're not trying to make a bold profound statement yeah i mean like, this would be cool there's a great uh interview with what's his name uh i can't i can never say his name it's whatever it's the guy who played vicus in district nine he's in this movie um, yeah, I don't know what his name is. Uh, Zeno Wood. <laughs> he's and no, he's in, he's in the um, he's on the nurse doing an interview before the movie came out, and it's it's pretty cool, like the behind the scenes stuff, inside baseball talk about the movie. It's really interesting to listen to. Mm-hmm. Is he in it? Is he? Yeah. Is he Henry? No, he's he's kind of this. He's kind of a character that keeps popping up throughout the movie. Um. But, like, he keeps dying and then popping up through, again throughout the movie. As to, one like, does. Help out, yeah, Henry. It's it's cool. It's a cool little thing that he does. Little trick. Is it still in yeah, theaters? Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. My only, yeah, yeah, it is. is it, you should do well, it. Yeah, right go here. see it while it's in theaters. I, I wouldn't, I don't think I, it would be the same seeing it outside of theaters. You know, like a smaller mm-hmm. screen. It's definitely like a, a theater experience. Yeah. You didn't see that Jungle Book? No, I. Everybody's I just, talking about that Jungle Book. Yeah, I just listened to uh, an interview with John Favreau. Um, it was like a while back, and it was like a, I think it was like an improv podcast or something. Because I guess he he used to go to Second City in Chicago and shit. 
Um, oh, really? Yeah, he was like a big improv guy before he uh, started writing um, and made swingers. Um, but uh, yeah, I had no idea. Talking about he didn't really talk about the movie because it was so far off. It was an older podcast, but yeah, I was like, oh shit, I need to. Go. I didn't know he wrote this or fucking you know or directed it or whatever. I was like, I need to go see it. It's one of those things where it's like I want to see it, but I don't want to see the whole movie, and I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> like, is it? Is it? Three I would watch hours this long? as a series of YouTube clips. No, so no, I don't think it's anything like that. Okay. I haven't been hearing about the length anywhere. Yeah. So what? What it, keeps it should you be like a standard kids movie kind of thing. Seeing it. No, I'm just like, well, a it's eighteen fucking dollars to go see a wow. movie here, um, and b it's just like I don't want to be the weird creepy guy going to see the Jungle Book what? by myself. You're not going to be the weird. It's not like this is like <laughs> I mean the the tone of it and the uh, like the aesthetic look to it. I mean I I wouldn't be like cautious about and you know i wouldn't be weirded out going to see it like paying money to fucking go see it yeah if it, no, if it no, was no. like if it was like a like an actual kids movie like uh i don't know like a newer animated pokemon movie like a newer animated <laughs> pokemon <laughs> like movie i would feel weird about going to see that <clears throat> yeah you should just go see it you guys you should all just go you should you guys should uh, make it a well, michael's already saw it michael loved it <laughs> oh yeah yeah he loves everything Except <laughs> no, he loves everything that sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you is um what's it called out yet? Is it gonna be out soon? What the fuck? Uh, yoga yoga hosers. I don't know what the release schedule on, on that? that is. I don't. I, I well, they it, they screened it at like the festivals, but not Tribeca. And so I don't know when it's, it's probably going to be like a VOD type thing, like how Tusk oh. came out in a very limited release and then went straight to video. Yeah. It'll probably be something like that. Mm. I'm interested to see it because yeah. he keeps calling it, um, I don't know, you know what they haven't, I don't think they've screened it yet because it's not, he's having to resubmit it to the MPAA. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. They want to make it because, what, an R or something? They wanted to make it an R simply because there's a scene where Johnny Depp has a picture of himself that somebody put like this cartoon set of balls underneath the nose because his nose looks like a dick. Right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. But uh, so he's resubmitting it. I don't know how he's going to recut it, but yeah, so that it's not out yet. And it's got, well, it's got a Rotten Tomatoes score. It's got like a really low Rotten Tomatoes score. Right. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck them real hard. <clears throat> it's a terrible system, Gian. <laughs> they were just talking about Everybody that. Just I think, looks I think it, was, the... it was in that John Favreau uh, interview. They they mentioned, um, yeah, like Rotten Tomato scores, just like how people go by that now instead of just going to see a movie right. and judging it from their own perspective. I hate that too. But. Um, and it, but it does color your expectation because when I something gets like <laughs> extremely low, like I try to go in open minded. But if a movie's got like a one percent, you're not going to go in and be like, "Well, yeah, I'm just going to adjust this." That, as that stays in your mind, like it's there. You can't just forget about that. Yeah, and it's kind of impossible to avoid. Even if you don't go to the Rotten Tomato site, people talk about the tomato score for every fucking movie. It's this whole part of the filmmaking industry now, and it's, 
don't know. I don't know, man. Does um does the the newest episode of Game of Thrones have a score yet? Have you checked it? No, I can't imagine that it's all that high. Like it wasn't bad mm-hmm. until the end. Oh, and okay. then <laughs> okay. So how like caught up are you on the series? Like, I am you, completely. You saw it last season, right? Yeah, I'm completely caught up on the series. Well, it's these damn stand snakes, Gian. Oh yeah, you were complaining about their magical teleporting sand abilities. Snakes. Why do you? Well, it don't... was a big glaring plot hole. Uh-huh. Okay, so no, it is like a glaring thing. So you remember um, Tristane and and Marcilla and Jamie and Bronn? They're going back to King's Landing on a boat, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Marcilla dies because she gets poisoned by the by by Alaria, Alaria Sand. Yeah. Um, so they don't turn around for whatever stupid plot convenient reason, even what? though Jamie knows that it was Hilaria and he knows that Doran wasn't a part of this plot and he knows that Doran is an inch away from having them all executed for treason. But for whatever reason, they're like a mile away from Doran. They're like, yeah, we'll just fuck it. We'll just keep going. Um, so they get to King's Landing and then they leave Tristane on the boat. Um, and I guess there's like a little note somebody posted on the internet, like a, a freeze frame of this note that Doran gets from Jamie saying that they're going to send Tristane back because there's no reason to have him and he's afraid of what Cersei would do to him. So oh. that's fine. But then there's a scene, spoiler, spoiler, for everyone listening and yourself, I guess. Damn it, Pino. <laughs> Well, you want it? Do you not want it spoiled? Oh wait, is the spoiler just the sand snake show up or something? And fucking... yeah, I won't spoil the rest of the episode. Okay, yeah, no, no, that's cool. That's fine. Go ahead. Well, okay, so this, you know, Doran, the the guy in the wheelchair, he's yeah. a cool character, yeah, underdeveloped, a, yeah, but I'd yeah, like to little, see more of him. Yeah, I wish he was too fucking bad, Gian, because he's dead. What? He died? Yeah, they stab him. What? They kill him. The sand snakes because he him? finds out. He finds out that they killed Marcella, and then they just stab him to death. Oh, my um, God. Ilaria, the tall, pointy lady. Uh-huh. Wait, pointy and lady? Then, what do you mean, pointy lady? Yeah, she's got, like, those like those points on her shoulders. Oh, you mean the chick who's running the sand snakes? Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the, okay, yeah, The yeah, lady yeah. that was over in Paramore. Yeah, okay. Um, so... What a bitch. What the yeah, fuck? She, she kills Doran. <laughs> and then he's like, well, as he's dying, he's like, what about my son? And he's like, there will never be a oh, no. weak man running no. Doran again. <laughs> and so it cuts to the boat with him on it. That's still in King's Landing, mind you. Oh, no. And two sand snakes Come on. who have now teleported across the narrow sea. Are you fucking kidding me? They were, th- they were on the dock. They were on the fucking dock. We saw them. Yeah. Um, they it, just wait, out of hold, nowhere, hold, hold, hold. inexplicably, what? show up uh, to to kill Tristane. Is okay. So okay. So like they show they show Tristane on the boat, right? And Jamie leaves yes. in there. And um, what then? Like a couple scenes later, the sand snakes are there. Is there like a a day night cycle that has happened since those nope, scenes? Nope. No, nothing. What happens? You're just led exactly. to assume it's the same day or something. Well, we see Cersei, like, coming. Cersei gets word that the boat's there, and she's like, oh, Marcella's here, and she goes to see, and then she finds out that she's dead. Jesus Christ. And Jamie's just in the boat alone. And so then they have a scene where they're talking, and they're, like, vowing vengeance and whatever. And um, then it immediately cuts to the boat 
where uh, Tristane is painting. He's painting because oh, a Jesus lot of people Christ. said, well, you don't you don't know that he was still in King's Landing. Maybe he's back in Dorne for some reason. Uh-huh. But he's painting the funeral stones for Marcella's eyes. Oh, fuck. Like, you know how they put those eyes on yeah. the, the dead bodies? Yeah, yeah. And then the two sand snakes walk into his room and they're like, how did you get here? How did you get past all the guards? Why are you not in Dorne? He should have How asked did you that. Teleport five. He should have been. <laughs> His character should have been questioning that. Like, hmm, why are these? Why are they? How did they get why here? Why are these bitches here? That should have been his They're last words. Like, how did you get here? <laughs> so fast they're the worst you know how cool it would have been if they just had if this season opened with them being executed for killing Marcella and then just be like nope sand snakes are gone uh, fuck it fuck but no now there's gonna be an entire subplot of the sand snakes going to war with with yeah. Cersei and the throne for no fucking reason I'm, I'm down for that subplot as dumb as it is I'm down for it I like the sand snakes they're like my favorite if I can't if I can't have Oberyn's character, then I still get his daughters, who are equally as badass. You're bananas. You're out of your mind. They're the worst. They're terrible. <laughs> no, they're awesome. They're so cool. They're fun, but they're so cool. In they're theory. like these. They're like these young chicks who like are fucking killing it with their weapons. Like they're just like insane. They, they are insane. I'm sure they are insane. They're clearly insane. They're definitely they're the worst they definitely people don't on have television. Insane mind. <laughs> But they're like awesome. They're brutal. They're, it's just cool. It's cool, Pino. You don't know. You don't know what cool is, Pino. <laughs> Clearly, it's a, no. I, I, it's a cool concept. It's uh-huh. really poor execution. Uh-huh. We'll see. Yeah, I'll no, watch fine. the episode. Be down. You'll get nothing but them. And here's the other thing about the episode. I won't spoil anything else for you because uh, you haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it opens with like uh, the Night's Watch. Um, and like Davos there and everything that happens is awesome. Uh, okay. And they, you know, there's a lot of other stuff that goes on. Uh, some stuff with Brienne. That's cool. There's another kind of plot hole with some, some disappearing dogs. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> wait, you, wait, 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 hold on. Are these dogs? Or there's a wolves? fight scene that involves, no, no, they're dogs. There's oh. a fight scene that involves Ramsey's dogs. Like, you know how he has his dogs that he has um. to chase people. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Those dogs. But as soon as they start fighting with the actual people, the dogs just vanish and aren't what? heard from again. And I understand why they did it because, like, you don't want to show Brienne of Tarth killing an animal because that's not heroic. But they could have easily just had them like whimpering and scampering away or something. Yeah, you have to have her kill him. I mean, could they could have done a cutaway too? You know, with a whimper. Yeah, but instead they did nothing. <laughs> they Weird. Just vanished. Okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. So that was dumb. But no, nah, everything else was pretty solid. And But the thing that pissed me off more than anything, Gian, mm-hmm. is there was no Bran in the whole episode. Uh, We've waited a year now. He's, he's been gone from the storyline. They're going to do that later, though. You, that's such a big thing that they're, they'll touch on it probably mid midway through the season or something. I had to sit through those damn sand snakes. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Just because you don't like the sand snakes. You don't they're all awesome. awesome. No they're one great. likes the snakes. They're awesome, Peter. I don't know. The this entire is, internet hates this, them. <laughs> this show should be recalled The Sand Snakes. That's what this fucking show should be renamed. Game of Thrones colon The Sand Snakes. Game Game of Snakes. <laughs> uh, oh, they could do like the, the theme song, but then they could be like this hissing in the background. <laughs> 
Oh, it's oh or they could have a bunch snakes. of snakes slithering through the uh, little model of all the uh, <laughs> the cities and shit. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. I want this. I want this to happen. I got, I got to watch wow, the show man. now. Now that you just you're, said that right, it has so much, so much sand, sand snake in it, I got to see it now. I'm actually excited for it now. No, but here's the thing about Bran. It's like that whole storyline was so fucking boring for two years. <laughs> it really <and> was. <laughs> they're just walking through the woods. We had to watch them walk through the woods and do nothing for two mm-hmm. years of my life. We sat there and doing this. And then he he meets an elf that throws fireballs at zombies and a magical man that lives in a tree that's like a millennia old. And then what did they do? They're like, nope, sand snakes. Sand snakes, man, the best. They're the best. The best. Oh, uh, I thought the internet no lady would Stoneheart. like the sand snakes. That's disappointing. Yeah, apparently so did HBO, but <laughs> no one likes the sand snakes. They sure they, nailed it with me, though. Objectively terrible. <laughs> the one person you may be the one person in the world. Me, that liked that sand snake stuff plot. Me and I really want you to Google. Just Google sand snakes right probably now. Probably love the sand snakes. You and what? Me and like probably really prominent feminists love the sand snakes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> you and SJWs. I don't know why they would like them, but <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't they? I mean, what's wrong? Oh, well, actually, no. I know why. Why they wouldn't they? Like what's them. wrong with them? Yeah, yeah. Everything. No, no. I know. I know why they wouldn't like them. There was that uh, that kissing scene. No, that was still empowering, though. That wasn't. That no, it was empowering. I mean, yeah, they're they're better. They're better feminist uh, characters. <laughs> There's like in the show. or yeah, yeah, sure. Arya taking oh, yeah. charge of her life. Oh, did we see Arya? And... Is Arya in this episode? Yeah, very very briefly, we check uh, in for Arya. We check in with Arya for a moment, but her storyline will pick up. Okay. Um. But uh. Yeah. Uh. Who else did the, the uh, we get a little bit with Tyrion? We get a little bit with Daenerys. Her Daenerys also. There's a thing that happens in that plot where I was just like, eh, okay, I'll go with it, but <laughs> this could have been written better. <laughs> Oh, they didn't do another bad like CG dragon <clears throat> like that. No, last... no, there were, there were no dragons in the episode. Oh, okay. um, we get a little bit of Jorah Mormont and uh, oh. Dario. Speaking of Game of Thrones, did you listen to the latest Harmontown? Oh, the one with Grey Worm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. On the, oh, I loved it. Streaming. It was so good. It was awesome. Yeah, his 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 rap. I think they complimented each other really well. His rap at the end is like the best it's ever been. Yeah, it was cool. I liked it. That whole episode was great. It gave me a, a warm, fuzzy feeling that I haven't. I like, uh, yeah, had I was. For I thought they were joking. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought Kamel was joking when he was like, "Yeah, we have Grey Worm." I'm like, oh, oh, you do. I saw. I follow uh, Harmon on um, Instagram, so they like had a picture. Of them, like pretty much everybody, like leaning forward, and they're all like from their opposing directions. They're all looking at Grey Worm, and the caption was like, "Everybody loves Grey Worm." 
and they're just like completely like enthralled by what he's saying. I was like, I freaked out. I was like, oh my god, I gotta watch this fucking episode right now. Do you ever do you ever frequent the Harmontown subreddit? Uh, I don't frequent it. I hate going on it. It's just shitty. It's boring. <laughs> it's stupid. A lot of times it is. No, but like, there's just this whole. It's become a meme that's been commented on on the oh, show. Is it the Kumail. is it uh it only gets worse or is it Trub's song? Oh that that was awesome. Yeah, yeah no, was... they made an actual video, like a music yeah. video for that. Oh, there's a music um, video? I knew there was a song, but I didn't know there was a music video. Yeah, it's on the it's on the YouTubes. Oh, but um now they're just they always say that they miss Kamel. It's become like an ongoing <laughs> yeah. thing and then when he yeah, was finally yeah. back on the episode, Spencer was just like you know, I miss missing Kamel. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. not the same since he's been back. Yeah. I thought that was good. I was like, nice. But nice. now, yeah, no. Ever, since last week, there's been like 5,000. Every time it comes up, people are just like, show hasn't been the same since Grey Worm left. I miss Grey Worm. Oh. Grey Worm should be on every fucking episode. Every episode that he can fit into his schedule, <laughs> he should be on. I love... That would be love such that a great knows his name. new guest. I don't know. Like, I can't think oh, of no. his name. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't. I, I read it, and then That's I was like, Grey Worm. Yeah, it's Grey Worm. <laughs> oh, man. I'm happy that Shrub's on every episode. Yeah. I'm going to be really sad when he has to go make that stupid movie yeah. in Canada. I was going to say, like, what, what, what is going on with that? I don't know. they got to be working on that soon. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be sad. One day we're just not going to have Shrub. He's not going to be on the episode. Yeah, for an entire year. Yeah. It's terrible. terrible. He's going to be the next Kumail. God damn it, Shrub. Don't leave us, Shrub. How long? How long could it possibly take to actually direct a Lego movie? I know. Like, you're, it's uh, toys. You're directing toys. <laughs> That's, uh, and voices. Why do you have you to go to Canada that for that? Yeah, but no, like legitimately, why do you have to go to Canada for that? Because it's like a, it's an animated thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like they have to shoot there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna write to Lego and complain. Uh, did you ever see the first Lego movie? I started to. It wasn't really oh, my thing. No. Oh man, it's pretty good. It's too bad because like I like the directors. I like like Twenty One and Twenty Two Jump Street. I think they have like a very good satirical style. But yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't terribly into it. Hmm. Yeah. But Legos, that's what I mean. Fucking Legos, man. They just, they hurt. You step on them, they fucking hurt your foot. It's terrible. Melisandre has a really good nude scene at the end. Oh yeah. Oh. I think you're gonna be I really saw into a it. Little, I think you're gonna be really thumbnail. into it. Yeah, I saw a little thumbnail of that, <laughs> of and I what was it like, is. "I think I also it confirmed saw your... <laughs> a speculation from the books." Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, no, I mean, people have been talking about because, like, they didn't reveal. Well, you, you, we know know what you're talking about when she's like an old lady, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she's got those old lady titties and shit. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, more than that. I mean, she's like a she's a she has a, a glamour on when we see her as Melisandre, and when she oh, takes that. Okay, this when is when she my takes that necklace form. off. Yeah, my true form. This is my Voldemort. But people have been speculating about that in the books because, like, there's there little like clues, but he's never revealed it. So that was probably the first big, um, the first big reveal that has not been in the book so far. Mm 
And the next is that Jon Snow isn't actually going to come back. Isn't actually? He's going to be dead. Oh. He's not. Ramsey's going to take over and I, win the Game of Thrones. <laughs> I want him to come back, but I also don't. Because I'm like, he's going to be changed. Like, you don't come back. And you're not I don't know. I don't I don't think that he would be because um I don't know, it just it wouldn't serve as the plot to have him changed. Yeah, and no one would like, like the him only anymore reason either. that either. Like, yeah, the whole reason to bring him back is to to take back Winterfell and then have to unite against the White Walkers and having an evil John, I don't see how that services the plot in any way. Maybe he'll be slightly different in that he'll be like harder and and less I mean, because so far, I mean, his biggest personality trait is that he's so um, quirky so and, and, and he makes so many quips and he's so funny. and over the <laughs> Yeah, time. right. He's such a ball of fun. <laughs> he's, a, he's the life of the party when he's he shows a, up. He's a ray of sunshine. He lights up in, the room as otherwise. soon as he comes in. <laughs> Very dark show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> John Snow, man. John Snow. You know, now that the show is John back on, Snow. And now that the show's back on, it really makes me want to like be back there watching it because I miss, I miss biking home, and picking up empanadas on the way, and then just mm-hmm. fucking eating a shitload of empanadas with uh, Damien and Jacob and watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's a pretty good way to spend a Sunday. It's pretty sweet. It gives it's like a ritual. It gives you something yeah. to look forward yeah, it's to. Fun. It's like, oh well, we, well, at least I got Sunday. My cat died, but at least I have Sunday. Yeah. Pearl. Both those cats are still alive, though. That's oh, okay. It's all good. <laughs> I was except gonna say, for, except for Mister Hands, you know, know, whatever. But Mina's Mina's still alive. Wait, Mr. Hands isn't still alive? No, he is. I'm just joking. I said... I just he's meant, like, dead on the inside. Unfortunately, he's still <laughs> alive. So, so... This is where we do some improv, right? This is how we, <laughs> this is how we end the episode. <laughs> we end it with an epic rap battle. Do some audio improv. Oh, I could not rap. I couldn't do it. I can't improvise. It's uh it's <laughs> Isn't that like one of the things fact, you're supposed to kind of be able to do? Like it's, it's not like what you draw upon, but isn't it like useful in some way? I don't know. Too Yeah, kind? yeah, sure. I mean in like a minor way, but like um no, absolutely. Absolutely it is. It, but I mean the act of like improv as an art form mm-hmm. in and of itself has always been like extremely difficult for me and I'm kind of resistant to it because I don't I don't like doing it yeah like, this is stupid <laughs> just give me lines you should have somebody that's real smart write lines for me and then I'll say them and I'll be a lot less stupid oh man <laughs> oh jeez I still want to try it I just can't find anywhere I mean like really? people that are good at it are fucking fantastic yeah um but, you know, when you're not good at it, like I, like myself, it's uh-huh. just like nobody wants to watch that. It's, <laughs> it's painful. Oh, man. 
Well, that's what, I don't know. It's that's painful what, for me. It's so painful practice, for the audience. So practice is for. But you don't like it, so, I mean, there's no reason yeah, to. Yeah, it's not my thing. Yeah, yeah, it's whatever. It's all about opening cabinets, man. Different, different sands for different snakes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, hmm. so, yeah. So, I don't know. They got uh, AIT. I know the people that do AIT around you. Um, what is AIT? Stands for creatively. It stands for an improv troupe. Oh. But it's yeah, it's uh, at the college. Oh shit! Okay. Y'all have to be enrolled. I mean, it's just kind of an open thing that you can go and do, but. A lot of them are really good. Um, yeah. Like Patrick. Oh, yeah. Uh, Patrick's very, you know, you know Patrick, right? Uh, I don't. I Patrick don't, P. Smash. I know <laughs> of him, and I've, like, seen him at Propaganda. Uh, he actually did some stand-up sure. for uh, the Creed show, and they had uh, Creed from The Office over there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was actually not. I mean, I didn't stay for the whole show. People were being rude. He, he wasn't even doing comedy. He was just like, I mean, he told like one or two jokes, but it was mostly his songs. Like, he's a singer, songwriter. Uh, oh, yeah. And they were good. He's got a good singing voice. His songs were good. But people were being rude about it? Yeah, they were just talking. Like, everyone was just talking too much, like, because it's propaganda and it's a shitty venue and, like, whatever. That's what people do. They weren't respecting right. him, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's shitty. How was Patrick's thing? Uh, it was good. I laughed. I thought it was funny. I thought it was pretty good. That's cool. Yeah, now he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems like it. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, this is about the time to wrap it up. Okay. We don't want to go on too long. True. That is true. How long? What are we, what are we at right now? About an hour 20. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Not too bad. Not too shabby. All right. Well, thank you, sir, for joining us and filling in for those two assholes that are out doing college stuff. No problem. Anytime. 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 But yeah, I think that uh, we should get this 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 Game of Thrones thing going. Um, yeah. Because, well, Michael watches Game of Thrones, Zach doesn't. So it's like, that would be very strange to do on the regular podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and just have him sit there and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that never really makes it too interesting when uh, two of the people have seen the movie or show and then one person just kind of sits sits back. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe we'll get that, uh, get that done. But, yeah, thank you for joining us. My name is Tyler Pino. I am Gian Gomez. Get out of my house. <laughs>